Do you consider yourself a high achiever? Smart, driven, highly successful? I am so excited to have you. My name is Julia Arndt and I'm the host of the Stress Podcast. I will help you develop your stress resilience the same way you've developed your workplace superpowers. Learn peak performance tools to thrive at work and in your personal life. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stressed Podcast. I'm always so, so excited to welcome my podcast guests to the show. And today it's Haley Hobson. Hi, Haley. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I am really impressed um, by your bookshelf in the back that has <laughs> on the first shelf all white books, on the second all like pinkish red, and then on the third like bluish turquoise. That looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually like a Netflix show. I can't remember what it's called, The Home Edit or something, where they actually go through like how to rainbowitize your home. And uh -huh. this is the only corner that I actually did that with, but it actually makes a difference. It like just makes the books look prettier. So yeah, I like it too. <laughs> it looks awesome. I love it. I, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do that after we talk. You can see I have some white books underneath here and some over there. <laughs> but Haley, um, how has your day been so far? Where are you located and what have you been up to this morning? I'm in Boulder, Colorado. I just woke up to about a foot of snow okay. and I got back here two days ago from San Diego, California. So just a little bit of a difference in the weather. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a snow day. So my kids are home. My kid is home, but she also has two friends that are with here, uh, mm -hmm. with her here. So I've been just like 10 minutes countdown till you guys <laughs> shut the F up. Five minutes countdown. All right, we're starting in two. Get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> My office here, you I, I don't you really can't see, but it's surrounded by by window on all four walls. Like I don't actually have any walls, but the wall over here. There's no wall. It's like a ledge that looks down onto the next floor of the house, which is where our bedrooms are. And then you can look down even farther into the kitchen dining room. So it's like I'm sitting in this big loft up here and you can hear everything. So yeah. when March 2020 hit and I had her home full time and my stepdaughter, who was a freshman in college at the time, I was just like, ah, somebody shoot me now. Yeah. You're like, this house made so much sense two years ago. <laughs> yeah, when nobody lived with me, exactly. And so I ended up like shifting into, we have another bedroom, like an extra bedroom on the, on the main landing level here. And I built an entire office in there where I can shut the door, but I just love this space so much beautiful. better. Yeah. And normally now McKenna's back in college. She's at University of San Diego. She, well, actually she's in Costa Rica right now for a semester, um, but she's out of the house for good. And then Madeline usually is gone from 7.15 until 4.15. So those are my work hours. And when she's off like she is today, I'm just like, yay, this is what it feels like to never <laughs> get anything done. <laughs> yeah, I th I'm sure that a lot of moms that are listening to the podcast can relate to that. Um, it's beautiful. I love the light in your in the house. It looks really nice. Haley, talk us, tell us a little bit more about you. Um, what have you been up to over the last few years? Who are you? Um, what do you do professionally? What, what do we, what would we like to know about you? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, the last two years I've been hanging out at home like the rest of you, <laughs> but, um, what I like a little bit of, uh, behind the scenes of who I am. Like I actually started off my career, my professional career 
as a bankruptcy attorney. And so when I graduated college, which was up in Boston, I'm from the East Coast originally, born in New York, moved to the Philadelphia area, went to Boston, went to college in Boston, came home, moved into downtown Philadelphia, went to law school in Rutgers Camden, practiced for a year there, and then and then flew out to the other coast, to the West Coast. And I moved to LA for about 10 years. And for the first couple of years I was there, I was a practicing corporate bankruptcy attorney. Like we did reorganizations of businesses wow. and uh, specifically in the entertainment industry, I was, I was heavily involved in back then. That's sort of the niche that I found myself in. And after about five years in the practice, I realized that it just wasn't for me. Like I just didn't want to practice law. Like it wasn't my passion and I don't know how I got there and I didn't know what I was doing there. And so I was more drawn to health and wellness and and I was an athlete. I had been an athlete my whole life. I grew up as a swimmer. I was now competing in triathlons at an amateur level, but as a podium ranked amateur level triathlete, I was swimming competitively my whole life. I was running, I was cycling. And so then I got into yoga and I got into Pilates as a way to restore balance in my body and to recover from different injuries and also build strength and endurance um, in my muscles and my skeleton and to keep the anatomy of my body like in check. And I also had grown up with a variety of different digestive disorders. So all of my life I was diagnosed as having irritable bowel syndrome or having like an inflammatory bowel or having, uh, my colon is on the wrong side of my body. And, uh, you know, just all of these things that made eating really challenging for me. And then there was a whole slew of, uh, repercussions from that, because when you're not feeling well in your gut, then your brain isn't functioning well and you're not sleeping well. And then you're a raging bitch. And then like all of the things like emotionally, <laughs> your emotional health isn't sound and your, and your, and your, and your, and your mental health isn't sound. So for the first, like part of my adult life, I just really was like an anxious ball of freaking nerves and never really felt well. And I think that this journey into yoga and Pilates was the first step in that direction where I really got to, okay, like settle down, look for what we look now refer to as balance and start to make changes in my life and in my surroundings and with what I was putting on and in my body. Anyway, long story short, after about 10 years of of teaching yoga and Pilates, the world of digital everything started to come on the rise here. And I was super intrigued. I loved photography. I loved taking pictures. I loved the idea. I loved copywriting. I loved, uh, I didn't know I loved copywriting, but I loved messaging. I loved, I loved marketing. I didn't know I loved marketing, but it's really a, a, a marketing is just really an intimate way of being connected with people. And so I started creating without realizing what I was doing. I started creating my own personal brand mm -hmm. and my personal brand morphed into this bigger sort of vision of eating smart, resting better and being more productive. Like what can you put in your body, on your body? Can you wind down? How can you actively rest? Like what are all of the things, whether it's literally like ingesting adaptogens or whether it's meditation or whether it's intermittent fasting or, you know, whether it's creating time blocks on your calendar, whatever it is, like that became, you know, who I became known for. And during that journey, I also heavily got into essential oils, which then became a major component of my brand and my business. And long story short, short, shorter, <laughs> I ended up becoming a member of, uh, or affiliate, you know, um, an affiliate, um, in doTERRA essential oils, which is the largest essential oil company in the world right now. And it's international. And, um, 
sources of their oils all over the world. And I became one of their top leaders internationally, like literally globally in, in the world. So I spent, so right now what I do is I spend my time either sharing essential oils with the world, helping people with natural protocols through essential oils, and also through my content, whether it's on my own podcast or whether it is on, you know, lives that I'm doing or whether it is courses that I'm launching or memberships that you can be a part of, like everything is a about being in, in the space where I can give you that slight edge. Cause so many people, like they know the things to do, like they know, like I should be on Instagram, but I'm not consistently, or I, 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 I should be talking to my ideal client, but I don't really know who she is or how to connect or I heard about intermittent fasting. And even though I don't want to go fully, totally vegan and you don't have to, that's okay. Like there are still ways where you can maximize the nourishment and nutrition in your body. So I've developed these communities that I, that I spend my time in. Like I said, my essential oils business, my habit hackers community, and my your whole biz course, where I am teaching people all of these things, because here's the thing, my personal view on success is that you can have all of the tips in front of, like you can get them anywhere. You, you don't have to join my course. Like you can get them free on, on the web, right? Like everybody has yeah. them, like they're published everywhere. People have a million YouTube videos, a million podcasts. You can listen to a million experts, but it's how you're showing up in leadership. Like how you're showing up and leading yourself and leading others around you with your mindset that helps breed your success set. And so doesn't matter how much you know about the analytics that you need to be getting out there on social media or how to pitch your offer, but it's like, how do I train my brain to respond to all the stimuli that's coming in on a daily basis? And then what can I use? Maybe it's essential oils. Maybe it's a, a, a cacao latte. Maybe it's going to bed at 830. Maybe it's like cleansing my relationships, but people, they need more of that in their life. They need to be surrounded by communities that are lifting them up. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's really what I've been cultivating a lot over the last two years. When you asked about the last two years, cause I've been able to actually spend more time here. Cause I'm not traveling like I used to. Mm -hmm. I have two homes. I go back and forth between San Diego and Boulder, Colorado. So I probably spent about, I don't know, five and a half months in Boulder, maybe four, four and a half months in, in San Diego, and then miscellaneous, like two months here and there going other places. Um, but I've still been traveling less. <laughs> I've still been traveling less. I've been more focused on the intimate connection that we can have with each other so we can find the vision. Mm -hmm. We can plant the vision that we have for ourselves in our life and then set an intention that is so unstoppable that we have no other option but taking action to find that yeah. path to success. Wow. Thank you for that extensive introduction. This is so interesting. Um, and I would, I'm going to just ask you the next question so you can give us more insights but because it's super interesting. So how many years ago was it when you started kind of that online, just maybe posting on your own personal Instagram, I assume, and then kind of seeing this grow when, how long ago was that? Yeah. So I would say probably a decade ago. Okay. And there was no Instagram back then. It was actually just Facebook, but mm. about 10 years ago is when I decided 
that I wanted. I mean, look, I didn't use the words personal brand and things like that because they didn't exist back then. Yeah. But I decided I wanted my own Facebook page and I wanted my own messaging around myself. And I wanted to share with the world what my passion and my vision was. Mm-hmm. And really, like when I, I used the word leadership earlier and, I, and I'm going to use this again because I think that what leadership means means is being powerful enough still means you can be soft and subtle and loving and cuddly, but like being powerful enough to enroll other people in your vision to mm-hmm. take action. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it could be something like, Hey, why aren't you using citrus oils every single morning? And then sharing with them why I do it and rolling them in the vision of opening their own wholesale account and using diffusing, you know, diffusing oils like by their desk every day, or it could be being powerful enough and strong in conviction to enroll people in the idea of eating more plant-based food. Or I enroll my daughter all the time in going to bed on time, right? Or washing her hair or yes, we're going to swim practice today. So Leadership is, 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 is taking a stand that you're firmly planted and convicted in and being enrolling in your vision that other people want to join you yeah. and take action. Be part of. Yeah. And so, okay. So 10 years ago you did that. And then, uh, how long, you know, you were talking about consistency earlier and it's something that very deeply resonates with me. <laughs> so I'm curious about, um, consistency. So how often did you post on Facebook? When did you make the move to Instagram? When, when, you know, how, how many years did you do that until you were like, wow, like this is actually becoming like a full-time job or a full-time business or something that you can live from? I, Facebook was so different back then. Like they wanted you to post so much back then. And so I used to actually post like six times a day on my Facebook page. And the amount of time that it took to create that kind of content, I literally would wake up in the morning and I would start creating it. I felt like I was creating all day. And I said to my husband, like, Now I get what people have marketing departments because I am my yeah. marketing person right now. And, but I also needed to be in my sales department and I also needed to be the CEO of my business. And I also needed to be the strategist and the visionary and the, and, and the bookkeeper and all of the things. And so luckily that kind of shifted and we didn't have to post like that forever. Now I probably post daily. I post daily. I post daily on all of my channels. Instagram, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't one of the first people on Instagram. I think it took me like at least a year. I don't remember when, when Instagram first came on the scene, but mm-hmm. I'm looking at my account right now and I've posted 5,082 posts. And so I don't know. 365 a day, I mean, you know, a year times you do the math. I mean, it's been several years that I've been over here. It's been at least five years that I've been on an Instagram. I, I don't know that anybody has, I, I, what I think you're asking is, is does anybody have overnight success? Yes. <laughs> And most people are working really diligently behind the scenes before other people are tuned into who they are. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've been consistently showing up as myself yeah. for 40 plus years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, thank you for obviously highlighting that. Yeah. I think this is so important to say because 
overnight success doesn't exist and it takes many years to build a really successful business. And um, I think also to just create the credibility, right? That people are like, hey, she is showing up consistently for us and she is that leader and she is someone that I want to be, right? And then, and then you get, I think, the followers and you get people that are starting to enroll in your programs and buy your products because of that. So yeah, I think that's super powerful. And, you know, you were... Um, talking a little bit about these programs and I'm sure um, there's some kind of passive income that comes from that. How have you been thinking about building different income streams in order to be where you are at today? I think that it's really necessary to have multiple income streams. I mean, it doesn't mean that everything has to be like a capital letter, like, you know, doTERRA is my capital letter, right? Mm -hmm. And then I've got other things that are like medium and other things that are lower cased. You don't have to have like, I'm not saying that you have to have like six capital letter businesses. Mm -hmm. You might have like a, like a nine to five, like you're working for somebody else and that is your main thing, but you, you can still have the option of another revenue stream here or another revenue stream here. And I think I started to see that when I was affiliating, is that a word? Affiliating? Like I became an affiliate partner for different businesses. And also when I wrote, I wrote a few books and I also remember seeing this years ago, like when I lived in LA, I actually did a lot of, um, modeling and I did, I actually was in a couple of commercials, like TV commercials that pay a lot of money. Wow. And it was like really fun to continue to receive those residuals. This is a long time ago, but I remember one commercial that I did. I mean, it ended up making like 50 or $60,000. And like, that was a big deal back then, you know, it's yeah. still a big deal, but it was really a big deal back then. And, you know, to get those recurring checks and I, and sometimes I get them now for things I did so long ago, like I might get a $40 check here or a $70 check here, or I'm getting a thousand dollar check here for, you know, maybe it's like literally like an ebook that I created or a, like a physical book that's still selling or whatever. But Hey, like, that's cool. I'll take the 40 bucks and take somebody out to coffee or lunch or dinner. Cause like, I totally didn't expect that. And it's really cool also to have the residual checks coming in from my doTERRA business or when I la launch a course and, you know, we decide to do that twice a year and like, oh, that's cool. I'll make a couple hundred thousand dollars there. You know what I mean? So I, I think that people should think about other opportunities for income because We've all seen that we are living in a world where nothing is guaranteed and the rug can be pulled out from underneath of you like that. And what worked then isn't working now. And I see that all the time, even in my own business. And I literally had this conversation with my team today. I'm like, we get to pivot. Like, why is everybody being a bitch? <laughs> like, we get to fit it. Like, I didn't literally say that, but you know, sometimes I get resistance from people and it's like, hey, you know what? This is the nature of the world. Like, just because it worked yesterday doesn't mean it's going to work today. Mm -hmm. And that is the risk that we as entrepreneurs have to take, get to take. And it's also the opportunity that we have to make changes. You know, something so interesting, and I know I'm going off topic, but 
I did something last week um, where I taught this workshop and then I, and then I, and then I, and I made an online offer into um, my membership, my habit hackers membership, where people can hang out with me Monday and literally have this opportunity for me to coach them and be in the hot seat about the habits that they are taking in their life. And there, the messaging that I had, like it, I don't, I don't think it resonated as well as it normally does. Cause we just didn't see the numbers coming in like we normally do. And Today, I was, and I've been sitting on it for a couple of days because it's been about a week. And today I was thinking to myself like, wow, I actually really needed that to happen. I mean, not that I ever like spending that much time launching something, teaching something, and then obviously not seeing the results, but I needed to see that happen because there's a shift going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't looking at it. And that woke me up really quick to go, wait a minute. Okay. Like we get to change our plan here and even make some changes to whether it's a facelift or an uplift or whatever you want to call it to the membership and how we offer it to people. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, with all of these different income streams and all of the things that you're working on, how do you manage your time and your work-life balance? Oh, such a good question. Such a good question. Because this is like my favorite topic to talk about. In fact, on Monday, (laughs) I have no idea when you're airing this podcast, but on Monday, I'm literally hosting a Reclaim Your Time Challenge. I am so passionate about this. I do this once or twice a year where I literally go live for five days and challenge people with certain activities to reclaim their time and literally revamp their calendar. I have everybody delete their calendar, like literally delete their entire calendar while they're with me and start over, choose a new calendar. And I literally help them rebuild build it like they're building a house so that they have the freedom in their in in their life to get done all of the things that they want to get done and stop procrastinating because they don't have time and actually feel at ease and in flow with their life because they have time and i i love waking up to like today it's funny you're like how do you have so much time the only thing i had on my calendar today that i had to do was I committed to do this podcast episode with you. I had an alignment meeting with my team. I had a workout and I get to do a positioning meeting with my copywriter and also um, do my clubhouse room. But that's only about like an hour on the workout. I don't know how long you and I are together. Let's just say we're here for an hour. Meeting with my team, an hour alignment team, 30 minutes with my copywriter, my clubhouse room. Like that's a five hour day. And when I look at that, because I'm up from, you know, five in the morning until like nine o'clock at night, which is... 12, 13, 16, 17 hours. I'm like, look at all that freedom in my day. Like I have a lot of time because I create that. Like I'm very intentional with what I want to put on my calendar and what is going to move the needle. And then I'm really good at delegating to other people Mm -hmm. and making clear expectations about ownership of projects, who is owning it. Cause a lot of us get lost with, is she going to do that? Is she going to respond to that? I'm not going to reply to that because somebody else is going to do that. So really good about designing. What is the best things for me to do in my business? Like nobody can show up and do this podcast with you. Cause it's, you're interviewing me, right? Mm-hmm. So like maybe if you were writing a book, somebody could answer the questions for you, but I'm the only one who can do this episode with you. I'm the only one who can translate that messaging to my copywriter. I'm the only one who can hope who can host the podcast room. Uh, I'm in the clubhouse room. So I get to choose with intention and strategy what I want to have on my calendar and then not put things on that are time sucking 
that are draining me, that aren't moving the needle and that somebody else could do or that don't have to be done today. Like you can also defer things. So really good at doing, delegating, deferring and dumping and then making space to take care of myself too is part of that. Like when I learned this morning that my daughter had a snow day, we all of a sudden didn't have to leave the house at 710. So I all of a sudden knew I didn't have to wake up at five because if my first thing was at nine, my workout, would it be so terrible if I slept in until 630? No, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm setting an intention to sleep in tomorrow. And guess what? I woke up at 630 instead of five. Like, nice. like you can set that kind of intention. And I, and I've still been getting done all of the things that are on my calendar mm -hmm. and I will be done with my day by three. I mean, I have my clubhouse from three to five, but I'll be done with my day so that I have freedom to be with my family and freedom to sit in the bath tonight or sit in the sauna or get on a phone call with a friend. Like relationships are super important to me mm -hmm. and they fill me up and they make me feel more creative and I, I, I can give love. And when I give love, I feel love. And so you want to make time for those things. You want to make time for eating well and nourishing your body and resting and sleeping. So yeah, I, I definitely think no matter how no, nobody's too busy to create self-care and to create white space on their calendar. You're just filling your days up with shit that doesn't matter, or you're not good at delegating, or you have this belief that you have to do everything and that no one is going to do it as good as you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so Haley, Haley, 15 years ago, was she the same? Have you always been good at time management or was there like a shift where you know, you were maybe all over the place and maybe close to burnout and super overwhelmed. And then you learned all of these things, or would you say you've always been pretty good at managing your time and um, having these realizations? I think I've always been really good at being busy. <laughs> and I think I've <laughs> yeah. always been really good at being focused and getting stuff done, but I don't think I was good at creating just space to be. Mm -hmm and to think and to be creative and to enjoy. And I, so I just filled my days up with a million things that weren't necessary and overloaded. I don't ever want to think, I don't ever want to call my person, myself a person who was all over the place because I, I don't, I don't believe that I wasn't a person that was all over the place, but I was definitely living in overwhelm mm -hmm. and I was definitely living in burnout and I was definitely living in exhaustion And I was definitely living in a belief system that wasn't working for me. And so mm -hmm. it has been mostly over the last several years. And it's been as I've, some of it is like a trust factor. Like I don't trust somebody to take on this or that, but some of it is a, an experimentation factor. Like I don't trust myself to release that. Mm -hmm. And some of it is this fear or lack of, um, abundance or, you know, lack of money, like, oh, I can't afford to give that to somebody else. And we, we all have that by the way, like even sure. still, I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm going to spend $10 on that juice and I'm going to buy three of them and I'm going to spend $10 to have somebody else pick it up for me. Now, all of a sudden those juices became 13 or $14. Is it worth it? Yes. Because I can do something else with that hour. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. And so that shift from being um, a bankruptcy attorney to uh, doing your own business, how was that like? Was that like 
kind of one day to another, like, this is like, this is, I'm not at all aligned with that mission and vision in my life. And I want to do something else. Or how was that process? I'm really curious. Yeah, it kind of was like that. It was kind of like, I am not aligned with this vision anymore. I hate getting up in the morning and going to work. I can't stand commuting. It used to take me like, you know, anywhere on the, on the short end, like 20 to, if I had to go downtown LA and be in, you know, be in court, like 40, 45 minutes in the car and then back. And, you know, as a new associate, you have, there's all these expectations, like you're supposed to be the first one in the office. And if you don't get there by eight, like, what are people going to think of you? And you're definitely not leaving at five because nobody leaves at five or even six or seven. And I was like, how do people have kids, let alone pets or a plant? Like I can't even drop off my dry cleaning because at the time I get out of work, they're closed. Like it was mm -hmm. crazy. And so I was living for my weekends. And then I was just thinking to myself, like, this is not my life. I am living somebody else's life. So it literally, Literally was a gut intuition that I just needed to go and it was a gut intuition that I just needed to start something on my own and a belief that I could and I think that anything is possible I think that we are capable of giving 100% 100% of the time and we are able to create whatever it is that we want to create the problem is that some people are so blocked with sitting down and and, and creating a vision And then setting that intention to actually get it done. And intention is everything. It's a hundred percent. Like you can't have action without intention, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, if you do believe that you have value, if you do believe that you matter, if you do believe that what you have to offer is going to shift and change somebody else, then it's as easy as trusting your gut. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I don't remember, like, did I leave work on a Tuesday and start my business on a Wednesday? Well, of course, or did I take a month yeah. off? It was so long ago. Um, but I do know that I had to go and I do know that I had something else inside of me. And that's what I teach people now. Like one of the products that I sell when I launch it is you have an online offer inside of you. Mm -hmm. You have an offer you can sell online inside of you. You just may not know how to get your message out. You may not know how to create the mechanics of the email funnel or the social media funnel or build the community. That's fine. Nobody knows how to do that in the beginning. That's totally fine. You're not yeah. alone. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But you have something inside of you and you just need to figure out how to do the mechanics and then how to speak from your heart so that people are wanting to link arms with you and, they're, and, and you're casting your vision. And then you can put that offer out there in the online space. So I love teaching this because it is what I did, right? It is. I left a career in law to become like a physical Pilates and yoga teacher, which is not an online offering at the time. And then I knew that there was more. And so I've always been thinking about multiple different, you know, strategic ways. And by the way, my, my doTERRA business, my essential oil business is not traditionally an online business. Like that's network marketing. Like people usually I meet you in person and you smell my oils and you're like, Oh my God, what can you get me? But I've done it online because I figured out a way to connect with people and get my messaging across in a way that They're like, yes, I want a natural immunity. Sign me up for that. Show me what you're doing, you know, mm -hmm. or, oh my gosh, you sleep eight hours without waking up to go to the bathroom. Yes. And I used to be on sleep medications for a decade and I still do that now. So, you know, I've been, I've been able to make so many shifts in my life through experimentation mm -hmm. and I love being the messenger and sharing that with other people. And you do, you all do too. You all have a message inside of you. You, that yeah. you get to make to somebody else 
in the online space, which is the space to be in right now. <laughs> What do you think the most powerful mindset um, shift was for you and through what that did that come was it like books you were reading or people that you were talking to or i mean podcast is also kind of more of a new thing but what helped you to develop that of a strong mindset i think we all start with like the tactical like show me how to use facebook you know or show me how mm -hmm. to go live or show me how to create my first digital course and we all want to do that but like all of that's irrelevant if you don't have mindset mm -hmm. so when i realized that i started i've gone through I'm a certified life coach and I've gone through multiple life coaching and leadership programs to help me develop. Sometimes I didn't even know I was doing it because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you get enrolled in somebody else's vision of being in that program and then you're like, oh my, this is amazing. And then you don't even notice your shifts until you've made your shifts. But if I had to like give you a most recent revelation that I had for myself, it's that I'm 100% responsible for what I create. A hundred percent responsible. So I can create a fight with my husband right now. <laughs> I can literally go create a fight with him. Like if we're all of a sudden we're fighting, like I co-created that. Mm -hmm. It may not have been my intention, but I created it. Mm -hmm. Or I can create I'm I'm I have my own podcast too called Well, you're on it. <laughs> I'm gonna be you and I are gonna be on it. Um called Haley Hobson Whole You, but I'm actually creating another podcast all about how to become a six-figure essential oil leader, a six-figure earner in the essential oil business. And my, I can create a top podcast. Like I get to create anything I want to create. I get to create a new Instagram account. Like when I lost all my social accounts a month ago or a little over a month ago, created a new Instagram account. Mm -hmm. And I built, I showed everybody how you can build 1300 followers in seven days. You are able to create whatever you want but you might not either have the belief in yourself to do it or you may not trust enough. Mm -hmm. And so you get to do whatever you want to do in order to build that belief and trust. Because mm -hmm. once you have it and you recognize that you're hundred percent responsible for everything, your world is like an oyster. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So powerful. Do you have a favorite income stream? I mean, not maybe based on just the money that you make from it, but just like what makes you the most excited and that really gets you up every morning? I mean, I would say that two of the main things that I'm doing are my course launches. Like when I launch, I love giving people like my Your Whole Biz course is a 10 module, 12 week course, literally on how to create your own messaging and online offer to selling it at the end. And what I watch people do in those three months is mind blowing. So that mm -hmm. like creating your own, whatever that is, your own online course for whatever you want to teach people is such an incredible income stream. Mm -hmm. And network marketing is by far one of the best inventions because when you share with people something that works that you love, mm -hmm. and again, it works and you believe in it, and then they start sharing with other people, your income is untapped with a business like that and recurring. And um, it, I mean, it's just it, recurring. It's recurring. Yeah, the income is literally comes, recurring. Yeah. It's just so insane. So those are my two favorite income streams. Yeah, very cool. Um, I want to talk with you a little bit about doTERRA and a little bit about kind of just the health benefits. I'm, um, I love doTERRA. <laughs> you didn't know that before you met me, but um, now I tell you, I actually have my 
diffuser right over there. <laughs> and I love doTERRA. I've gotten into it a couple of years ago as well. And I'm just blown away with like what the oils can do. Like that's my travel pharmacy. Like I don't take anything else. I just take Digest Zen and On Guard and I have my little veggie capsules and I do my own little, you know, immune, immune immunity bombs um, when I feel like, you know, I need an immunity booster and things like that. It's an incredible invention whoever created doTERRA is uh, a <laughs> god to me um but um can you tell people that are maybe not so familiar with essential oils um about the power of essential oils what's what are essential oils and um and then i'll ask you more questions but maybe let's start with that <laughs> yeah essential oils are basically what they are is they're aromatic compounds so if you can think about like a plant being grown in its most indigenous environment so like i'm not going to grow lavender here in colorado we're going to go mm -hmm. to where the when the plant is 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 uh, harvest grown and then harvest and then you you um distill it you distill the like so when you distill a plant you're basically extracting the essential oil from it and it's an aromatic compound that comes from the plant sometimes it comes from the root or the seed or the flower or the leaf or the bark but it's an aromatic compound that go that is that is extracted from the plant during that distillation process mm -hmm. and then what ends up happening is is you get these you know wonderful drops of oils in this bottle you're literally getting the oil from the entire essence of the plant and it has it's hard to describe because it has so many purposeful benefits so mm -hmm. you know sometimes there are emotional benefits that you can get from smelling an essential oil that's why diffusing is so powerful the aromatic compound is coming into the air and it's lifting and it's suspending itself in the air and as you inhale it you have an olfactory nerve that sits behind your nose and attaches to your brain and your brain is getting a signal to react or respond a certain way and then sometimes you can take the oils internally and when you take the oils internally they're having a direct impact as they go through your digestive system on your organs mm -hmm. and on your body and you can also use the oils uh, topically. So as you rub them into your hands or into your neck or into a certain part of your body, they're absorbing into your skin and then even into your bloodstream. And they're having a response that way too. So whether you're looking for some type of emotional health benefit or mental health benefit or digestive benefit or you know immune support or relaxation response or 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 sleeping better or you know you've got even a more targeted response like I have a UTI and what is going to be antimicrobial and what's going to be antibacterial and what can I use to support that getting rid of that bacteria there's literally like we say there's an oil for everything mm -hmm. Yeah. And so specifically for your story, because you were mentioning two things that I want to just dive into as, as two examples, you mentioned the irritable bowel syndrome, so issues with the digestion and then also sleep. Um, what, what do you do and what kind of oils do you take for that? Yeah. So sleep is pretty easy. My bedtime routine in order to promote like a better night's sleep is I take two of our serenity gel caps, which are little gel caps that have our serenity blend in them. And serenity is a blend that is our restful blend. It has sweet marjoram and chamomile and vetiver and uh, lavender and, and um, uh, ylang ylang in it. And I take two copaiba soft gels and copaiba are cannabinoids. They're similar to like a CBD, but they mm -hmm. are interacting with your nervous system in a different kind of way. 
and the plant is sourced from Brazil. So I take two of each of those at night and mm-hmm. then I fill my diffuser with essential oils like sometimes I put the Serenity blend, the liquid blend in there or chamomile or ylang-ylang or lavender or lavender and the wild orange or frankincense and lavender and wild orange. And I'm creating an environment and a space where aromatically and internally I'm allowing my body to rest. I'm giving it the signal to surrender and I sleep throughout the night. And again, I was a person who was on medication for 10 years to put myself to sleep and stay asleep. And it was a miracle to me when I found Mm -hmm. essential oils and I could do that and get off all my meds. Um, As far as digestion, (laughs) I take the just digest Zen (laughs) blend like you do. Mm -hmm. And I use that twice a day. I use it on my belly at in the morning and I use it on my belly or rub it in in the evening and I'm allowing my body to do its natural thing through the peppermint and the, and the fennel and you know all of the oils that are in there the anise that are allowing my body to literally digest and then rest mm-hmm. and I do take two peppermint soft gels which are specifically targeted for somebody who has intestinal mm-hmm. issues and the, the reason I love those is their time release and the peppermint actually doesn't insert itself into the, to the lower bowel until it gets into the lower bowel. So mm-hmm. oftentimes when you're taking oils internally, they may get lost in your esophagus or they may get lost like as they go into your stomach or whatever. And this specific soft gel releases in the lower bowel. So it is, it, it, it's, my, my body's a little bit messed up, but it's, my, the digestion, it's supposed to go nicely like this through your colon and mine's like all over the place and the colon's all in knots and on the wrong, but on the wrong side of my body. So not that you need to have an intestine like that for these to work effectively, but two soft gels, um, two peppermint soft gels. I take digestive enzymes. doTERRA has digestive enzymes. I use the digestive blend. And then I also take the lifelong vitality pack, which is a vitamin nutrient pack and omegas and cellular vitality that also have a digestive blend inside of it. So it's allowing your body to literally absorb the nutrients and plant them into your body rather than excrete them through, mm-hmm. um, you know, your urine or whatever. So that's my like basic, um, digestion and sleep protocol. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. And would you say your digestion now is better? Oh, like spot how- on. Yeah. So yeah. good. So good. Like, you know, I'm at my ideal weight. I feel energetic. I don't feel lethargic. I don't have spasms. I don't have, um, cramps. I don't have, I mean, I used to be a person who had a stomachache every day, mm. every day. And was like, no corn, no wheat, no this, no that, no sugar, no caffeine. No, da, 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 da. Like I like I literally couldn't eat anything. Mm-hmm. And now I, I really, I mean, I choose not to eat certain things because they're not mm-hmm. good for you. Yeah. But I, I really have like everything's working in my body now. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Very cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's super interesting. I have a million other doTERRA questions, but I will um, pause them maybe for after the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's super interesting. I really am a big believer in oils as well. I'm a big non-believer in medication. I know that some people need it or some people think they need it, but I, yeah, I like to believe that there's a lot of things that we can do on a natural level. So um, doTERRA oils are absolutely fantastic and I would highly ac- and recommend to everyone to just try it out and see um, how they feel with it but yeah it's been um, been becoming more and more as well I feel like you dip your you know toes in it at the beginning and you get like a lavender oil because it smells nice or something like that and then you kind yeah. of start to really see the effects of it and you you know you get more and more of it um, so so yeah. it's been really cool um, Haley this has been so interesting Um 
What are you planning next? What, what do you want to do in 2022? What's your vision for your business? I'm excited for my Reclaim Your Time Challenge starting on, on February 7th. We get to do that next week, Monday through Friday. I'm excited to take people nice. through my process of time management. I'm really excited about a summit series that I'm hosting four times this year with three other women. We're calling it On the Edge, and we're bringing nice. lots of different amazing people in to help create a, a, a creative and digital economy. And then I will for sure be launching my Your Whole Biz course in the next, I don't know, what's February, it's February, March, in the next two months or so. I take my students through, like I said, three months of that, usually twice a year. Mm -hmm. And um, and then sharing oils with as many people as possible. So that's what I've got going on in the next couple of months. Very nice. I'm actually curious as well. You mentioned you wrote a couple of books as well. What are the books? So I about? wrote a book called Get It Done. And okay. that is literally just available on Amazon. Okay. And actually both of the books are available on Amazon. And I also wrote a book about essential oils. I'm not sure if you know. Oh, so okay. um, get it done. And then a beginner's guide to essential oils, which is like a practice, natural practices for natural and holistic lifestyle and using essential oils as a reference. Okay, very They're cool. Both on awesome. Amazon. I will definitely link them in the show notes as well. Thank you so much thank for sharing you. that. Awesome, Haley. Well, thank you so, so much for being here today. Actually, one more question. I, I'm very curious about that since you have so many books in the background. <laughs> Was there one book that really changed your life? Maybe that you go back to so so and so often in order to like reread it because there has just been so much wisdom in there. It doesn't have to be one book, it could also be multiple books. Okay. So you're probably not going to like the answer because I never go back to books and I never reread books and okay. I'm a fiction reader. Okay. So I love to absorb my information by either taking a digital course or showing up at a mastermind or showing up at a conference and really absorbing and being in the energy of learning. Okay. But for me, I just love, I love reading fiction. And so um, I have several favorite authors. Um, like I really love women writers who are doing massive character development. And mm -hmm. I love like living vicariously through the stories that they're <laughs> telling about their families or whatever. Yeah. Tell us your favorite fiction book then. Oh, I love Ellen Hildebrand. She's such a great writer. She's on my shelf. And, um, Uh, I can't see that far away. So I'll have to get back to you on that. Okay. But <laughs> that's, I love that you're saying that. I love that you're so honest about this because I think it's not always just all about the self-help books. It's all about whatever lights us with joy. So um, I'm really excited to see that you love fiction yeah. books. <laughs> I love fiction. Sophia Kinsella is like one of my favorite new authors. And yeah, no, I absolutely love fiction. So do you like Isabel Allende? That's one of my my big favorites. I don't I don't know if I read her. Oh, you gotta get into Isabel Allende. She has some definitely some strong characters in her books. I'll I'll share some books with you afterwards. There. Yeah, I have another bookshelf, and so this is just half my books because I've got my other bookshelf in San Diego. But um, yeah, I love reading. When I used to do a lot of travel, I used to read a lot on the planes, mm -hmm. and I would read like a book a week. And I've been slowing down recently just because I haven't been traveling as much. And like Clubhouse came around, I was playing on that for a while, and then I don't know. I just have lately gotten addicted to a bunch of shows on Netflix and Hulu and Apple. <laughs> um, but I would say. I mean, I'm at least reading a book a month and sometimes I just get in a phase where I'm like powering through several a month. Yeah. 
Yeah, cool. Well, thank you so much um, yeah. for your wonderful spirit, Haley. It was really nice to listen to you and super inspiring of what all of the things that you have created. So thank you so much for all of the things that you have created and you have brought into the world to help people create their own businesses. I'm really excited to look at some of those offers as well. And um, yeah, if you are interested to connect with Haley, how can they best do that? Yeah, so my website is HaleyHobson.com. It's H-A-Y-L-E-Y. That's how you spell my name, the old-fashioned, like, British way. <laughs> HaleyHobson.com. And then I'm Haley Hobson on Instagram. Haley Hobson Whole You on Facebook. I am Haley Hobson on TikTok. Literally, if you go my name, anything will come up. <laughs> so happy to see you guys over there in my, in, my, uh, in my social media. Say hi. Awesome. Thank you so much, Haley. It was great to have you. Thank you. Thank you very much. See you soon.